Good morning to each and every one of you. How good it is to see you. I'm glad we're together today. Uh, we uh, continue our study of the Sermon on the Mount as we have uh, done all the weeks of the summer. Uh, today we hear one of the great promises of our Lord, of our Lord regarding prayer. We find uh, that promise uh, in Matthew 7, 7 through 12. Let's, uh, let's hear this from God's Word as we, uh, we seek to, uh, to hear from our Lord. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be open. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Says God's word, and may it be a deep and abiding blessing to each of us, not only as we hear this word read, but as we make effort now to take our lives and apply them to this word. May God bless us all. Look back at some of the things that you have prayed for. We take just a moment to, to do that here, but as you uh, move into the, the, the discourse of this day, consider the, the many things for which you have prayed. What have been those circumstances and people you've prayed for? What requests have you uh, lifted up for yourself? We find ourselves uh, praying uh, not only for ourselves, but also for those who are around us. You know, I've, uh, I've prayed for many, many people down through the years. I've also prayed for things that have had everything to do with my, my own life. I've, I've prayed for homes to sell, for, for pregnancies to, to go well, for churches to prosper. And presently, I'm, I'm praying that this... Uh, COVID-19 pandemic will pass. That's probably been a prayer that you've prayed as well. I pray to God all the time for his help. I pray, Lord, please help me. Sometimes that's just the, the essence of the, of the prayer that I pray. Lord, please help me. In regard to our, our praying, all of us have struggled with, with answers that seem to be slow in coming. We ask ourselves, does God even hear my prayers? And if he, he does hear my prayers, does he, does he choose to answer? We pray and pray and nothing seems to come. Jesus encourages us to stay at it. I've always said and do so believe that God always answers our prayers and he does so in his perfection. God is faithful in every way. William Barclay reminds us that when we pray, we need to remember the love of God that wants the best, the wisdom of God that knows the best, and the power of God that can accomplish anything. 
Bill Hybels reminds us that when it comes to praying, if the request is, is wrong, God says no. If the timing is wrong, God says slow. If you're wrong, God says grow. But if the request is right, the timing is right, and you're right, God says go. I had that uh, statement from uh, Bill Hybels on my desk for, for years and years, and it helped center me in regard to my praying. For me, a long season of praying for something puts me to growing. You may have found that very same thing happening in, in your own life as you, as you pray and then pray again and then pray again. It, it, it puts you to, to growing, to drawing closer to God himself. I have on many occasions started a season of prayer by praying for one thing only to, to end up praying for something else. I realize in that that God has been at work in my life, that he has been forming and molding and, and shaping and, and moving me to the very place where I needed to be, not only in my prayers, but in, but in life. In the mix of my prayers, God goes to work fashioning my prayers so that they are more aligned to his will. What God really wants to do when we pray is to fashion us from the inside out. John 14, 14, we find uh, Jesus boldly state, stating, you may ask for anything in my name and I will do it. It's the in the name part that's, that's really the key. Asking for something in the name of Jesus is more about ourselves getting in sync with what God wants instead of what we want. And so let's ask away. But let's ask away in the name of Jesus, knowing that as we ask in the name of Jesus, we will become more and more aligned with his will. E. Stanley Jones writes that our prayers should ultimately draw us closer to the will of God. E. Stanley Jones asks, if I throw out a, book ho a boat hook from a boat and catch hold of the shore and begin to pull, do I pull the shore to me or do I pull myself to the shore? Prayer is not pulling God to my will, but aligning my will to his. In his Sermon on the Mount, Jesus calls on us to stay at it when it comes to praying. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Now Jesus speaks in the imperative here. He's, he's making a, not just a declaration, but he, 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 he speaks emphatically in the imperative. He's telling us, to pray and to stay at it. Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. Whatever you do, don't give up on God. Don't quit praying. A few weeks ago, we uh, had our grandchildren from Nashville to stay with us for a week. Henry and Owen were, were also with us for most of the week. We had a wonderful time. Both Cheryl and I were, 
a good kind of tired at the end of the week. A good kind of tower, tired and a really kind of tired. I had forgotten how persistent kids can be when they want something. They ask, and then they ask again, and then they ask again. And if you move to another part of the house, they, they seek you out. And even if you attempt to, to get away by closing a door, they'll just knock until you answer and tend to their needs. Our Heavenly Father is much more attentive. In Luke eleven five and following, Jesus talks about a man who came to a friend's house in the middle of the night and asked for a loaf of bread. Awakened by the, the man's knocking from a very sound sleep, the, the friend understandably refused and, and tried to get his friend to, to move on. The, the man would not be denied. He continued to call out to his friend. Eventually, the friend got up and gave the man the bread. In Christ's mind, it was not the friendship, the relationship that the two had, but it was the persistence of the man that made the difference. In Luke 18, 1 through 8, Jesus tells another story of like kind about a widow who persistently called on a judge to render a verdict in, in her favor. Because of the woman's dogged persistence, the, the judge did just that. The word used here in, in some versions is importunity. Instead of persistence, the word is importunity. It's a word that we, we don't use very often these days. It, it means to press your point with a sort of troublesome persistence, staying at it. Jesus wants us to stay at our prayers. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. James 4, 2 reminds us you don't have because you don't ask. Hear that very clearly, very succinctly. You don't have because you don't ask. God is all about meeting our needs. We simply need to ask. And in asking, we realize the source of every good and perfect gift. Notice I said God is, is all about meeting our needs. There's a distinct difference between uh, what our needs are and what uh, we want. God is not some divine Santa Claus, and we should never anticipate that he is. We certainly shouldn't pray that way. When it comes to prayer, we need to seek after God's, uh, God's um, sustenance for our very lives. As I men mentioned just a, a moment ago, when it comes to seasons of prayer or praying over and over and over again, I found that I... I when I stay at my prayers, there, there begins to be a turning in those prayers. While I might start out at point A, the more and more I pray, I may very well find myself at point B because I know that that's the very thing that God knows that I need. As I said earlier, when I pray, God wants to, wants to work in, in my heart fashioning my heart so that my heart is more aligned with his will. 
Staying in my prayers brings me to the place where what I want takes a back seat to what God wants. And so Jesus asks, is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if a child asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If, if you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So let's go ahead and ask away and look forward with great expectation to what God has in store as we ask away. As Billy Graham once said, heaven is full of answers to prayers for which no one even bothered to ask. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. There's a, a certain progression to what, what Jesus teaches here. When you ask, you know what you're asking for. When you seek, you're, you're not always so sure. You just, you just take that step of faith, seeking. Paul talks about that sort of thing in, in Romans 8, verses 26 through 27. He, he writes, the, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. For we do not know how we should pray as we ought. But the Spirit makes intercession for us according to the will of God. It's one thing to ask. It's another thing to seek as if our very lives depended upon the search. I've talked with numbers of people down through the years who have really struggled in praying. I've always encouraged them to, to seek. And in seeking, I encourage them about finding what they are looking for. Go ahead and search. And keep searching. And as you search, God's going to meet you in that search. When we seek, we make an, an earnest effort to find out what God wants. We make an, an earnest effort, a, a faithful effort in, in trying to, to know and understand that God has been with us all along and that he's walking alongside us and that he is, is bringing us to the very place that he would have us to be. Christ's promise is this. If we seek, we will find. And in finding, we will share in, in, in riches that are, that are beyond compare. And I'm not talking about, about money here, not, not any form or fashion, but the sort of riches that, in, that instill themselves deep within to where we, we know with deep faith that we are well connected to God and that God is well connected to us. Paul puts it well when he writes in Ephesians 4, 17 and through 19, and I pray that you, being rooted and, and established in love, may have power together with, with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God, that you might know the, 
the, the greatness of God's deep love for you as you find yourself searching. May that sort of uh, confidence and assurance be with each and every one of us as we search. Because as we, as we seek, may we know full well that we will find. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open to you. Cutting much deeper, Jesus begins to, to talk about knocking. And by knocking, he, uh, he shares that the door will be open to you. Knocking not only involves asking and seeking, but it, it involves going to a specific place and knocking on a specific door to find a specific answer. Just recently, I put a new uh, door handle on our front door. Everybody was having trouble getting into the front door, including myself. The old handle had simply worn out. You always had to, to knock for someone to, to open the door from the inside. It was really, uh, really quite frustrating. During those times when we feel as though God is locked behind a door and we find ourselves on the outside looking in, we're still called to knock away, knowing full well that God is just behind the door and he is ready to open it and to receive us as his own. We've all been amused down through the years at Sheldon Cooper. You know, Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory when he knocks on Penny's door. He always knocks and calls out her name. He'll knock, Penny, 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 and eventually she opens the door. God does not want us on the other side of the door. He longs for us to be with him where there is love and fellowship. The call of God's Son bids us to, to knock away, and in our knocking, the door will, will certainly open, and God bids us to come in. Knocking takes faith, and if you think about it, crossing the threshold also takes faith. Being received by God is worth it all. Ask, and you shall love. You shall receive, seek, and you shall find, knock, and the door shall be opened. So let me challenge you about making a, a practice of, of asking, seeking, and knocking. Let's be persistent about making requests. Let's be dutiful in our search. Let's, let's stay at that search day by day and Let's be faithful as we, as we not. By so doing, we will share in the wonderful blessings of God. We will find what we are ultimately looking for and experience the deep riches that God has had for us all along. Let me encourage you then, as we, uh, we find ourselves in this day considering uh, our prayer life, as we find ourselves considering God's every desire to be in relationship with him through our prayers, let's, uh, 
let's enter into a season of prayer. I can think of really no better time for us to be praying, to be persistent in our prayers, to be consistent in our prayers. I can think of no better time to do that than the time in which we, uh, we find ourselves in right now. You know, we're, we're under a tremendous amount of pressure. So much is swirling around us, the, the news that is bombarding us, the, the, the COVID-19 pandemic. We need to be praying, and we need to stay at it, not just a prayer here or a prayer there. We need to, to, to enter into a, a season of, of prayer. The persistence of the COVID-19 pandemic has caused all of us to be more than a little weary. You know, this thing has stretched on and on and on, and we're, we're finding ourselves uh, pretty well uh, wearied by it all. So let's be uh, persistent in our prayers. Let's, let's meet the persistence of this, uh, of this pandemic with a persistence in our prayer lives. Let's meet all that is before us, all that we're facing with a season of prayer. So let me encourage you to do this. Let me ask you to do this. I think it's an important thing for us to do as a, as a congregation. Let's, let's spend each day 15 minutes in prayer. And if you're already spending 15 minutes in prayer, let me encourage you to spend an additional 15 minutes in prayer. You'll find a, a card that is uh, around the, the pews. I hope that you have grabbed one of those, and if you haven't, there'll be, uh, be some up and down the, the aisles here. You'll want to grab one and take one home and, and use what's listed here as a model. I'm going to be sending it out to everybody this week so that we can all be together as a congregation in this season of prayer. So let me encourage you to find a quiet place each day where you're not likely to be interrupted. Take up the scripture and read a few uh, passages uh, from the Bible. Maybe read a psalm or two. And then close your eyes and give thanks for three blessings. Three blessings in, in your life. You'll probably find as you do that that you'll, uh, you'll come up with, with many, many more things for which you are thankful. Ask God to forgive you where you failed him. And we do that all the time. Ask God to, to forgive you. And in that, experience the deep and abiding forgiveness of our Lord. Ask God to give you the strength to forgive others who have failed you. And we find that happening all the time. And it weighs us down. And the only thing that, that releases us from the weight of that is for us to once and for all truly forgive. Ask God for help regarding those things that, that weigh you down. And the list is long these days. Ask God for his help. Be sure to name every one of those things. Don't, don't just say, Lord, help me, although that's important, and I do that all the time, but name those things by name. Ask God to help you reach out to a person you have a hard time loving, to reach out in some form or, or fashion. Ask God to help you reach out to at least one person 
with whom you can share God's love, either by word or by deed. And then, most importantly, ask God for a 24-hour supply, a one-day supply of His Holy Spirit so that His power and wisdom will fill you. Finally, as you begin to wrap up that time of praying, listen. Listen to what God has to say to you. You know, prayer is always a two-way street. It's always full communication, not just us sharing, us uh, uh, offering ourselves to the Lord, but us also listening, God sharing, God offering himself to us. So let's uh, call ourselves to a season of prayer. Let's do that here over these next couple of months as so much is, is happening in and around our lives. Let's, uh, let's be in prayer. And let's use uh, these suggestions as a model for our praying for at least 15 minutes a day. May God bless us all as we seek after him, as we ask, as we knock, as we pray. May the Lord bless us all. Amen.